Welcome to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody After the Show podcast. And um, I want to talk about breaking the cycle today. Which cycle? Not the not motorcycle? Like a bicycle, no, no, not motorcycle or anything like that. I'm talking about the, just the cycle of things that sometimes get passed from generation to generation that Ooh. all of a sudden you're able to stop. Ooh. And, um, it's good stuff. Yeah. but bef- I'm, I'm for breaking the cycle if it's bad yeah, stuff. Right. You mean like the vase that's been passed from generation no, to generation? No, not, it's, this is not actually it's not boarding. Not a, this is not a physical thing. Um, this actually is a communication thing. And um, so before I, before I get into that, when we were kids, I don't know if you had, Sam, when you were growing up, did you ever have the aunt or the uncle or whatever, the curmudgeon type who complained no matter what? <laughs> You know, in any in any situation, and you know, it was kind of over uh, the top. Yeah, but you laughed at them because you thought it was funny. Yeah, it got old early on, but then it became funny because it's like that's all they ever do. So yeah, right, whatever. Well, so when my brother, sister, and I were young, and my papa, who was my mother's father, who passed away, I was ten years old when he passed away. I was very young, um, and he, we thought it was funny because he would curse. Mm-hmm. And he, he, you know, he was a former military guy. And as I grew up, I began to learn that he had a pretty rough life. I mean, he was a he was a tough character, mm-hmm. and uh, and he'd actually mellowed out by the time he was a grandfather. Most which grandparents most are do. the mellow version of yeah. themselves. You just don't know it right. when you're a kid. And uh, so, my recollection of some things until recently. Um, you know, was just, I remember him being a tough guy. I remember him drinking constantly, which is what he did. He always had a beer in his hand. It didn't matter what time of the day it was. Wow. He always had, you know, cigarettes, a cigarette lit. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually it was, he was 63 when he died. He had, mm-hmm. he died of cancer. Um, so he wasn't really the healthiest individual in the world. In fact, he, the little game he used to play with us is he used to unwrap the cellophane from his pack of cigarettes and stick it on our hands because it would stick. the static electricity would stick. Cigarette I games. remember my great times with Grandpa <laughs> when he would stick his cigarette paper to our right. arms. So I promise. I had a grandmother who used to put her cigarettes out in her old beer cans. Uh, well, I mean, there you go. <laughs> it's just the kind of stuff we were looking at as kids. That actually has the potential of being a country song. Ah! It does. For sure. But the you know, getting to getting closer to the breaking the cycle thing, here's what yeah. we're talking yeah. about. <laughs> he um when he would raise his voice, we thought it was hysterical. Oh. It just because the way that he would talk was we just thought it was hysterical. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and we laughed and we loved him. And so fast forward through the years, I began to learn more about my mother's upbringing and then it was kind of rough. And after my mother passed, my dad really, you know, gave some details about how rough her upbringing was. Mm -hmm. Both of her parents drank and they were, they didn't get along very well. It was a very verbally abusive household. It was not a physically abusive household, but it was verbally abusive and, um, they also weren't and, as stable. They moved around a lot. Yeah. Right? As soon as they didn't have the money to pay the rent, they would literally move yeah. somewhere else. You know, that, that sort of thing. They just would, you know, would hop from place to place. They were good people. They just, they had their share of problems. And like I said, as they got older, every time my mama came over, and I was only eight when she died, she always bring a toy. But bring brought a toy (laughs) brought a bottle is this where we're going to work on breaking the cycle up yeah grammar so she done brought a toy yeah Yeah, see jody's family bring toys to her (laughs) mine just brought toys to me 
I don't know how, yeah. I, got, yeah. how I got under that bus, but and okay. the flood done took him away. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but she would bring us a toy all the time, and Papa, and after she passed, would actually make desserts rice crispy treats and things to bring to us he loved to do those sure which is really out of character for him because he did not he was not a guy who who cooked throughout his life he mainly drank (laughs) Um, right but but because he was loud and i found those things out later in in my life that uh you know he yelled my dad said he learned words from him that you know he never learned from anybody <laughs> else and apparently there were some members on my dad's side of the family that were a little scared to be around him yeah <laughs> um at times not all the time but the other day i found and i'm not going to play this just because i don't want to play this you know on the podcast but i have the recording of it um i found a tape going through my dad's stuff that came from my grandmother's house and it was labeled Christmas 1977. <laughs> he played it for me. Good. I heard it. Yeah. If you don't want to play a Christmas tape, right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, maybe at some point, you know, I, I will. But um, so through this tape, they just—I guess my other grandfather was recording because I had an aunt and uncle that were overseas at that time. Mm-hmm. So he wanted to be able to share Christmas with them, and the recorder just sat there and ran. Now, 30 minutes of it is one of my two- or three-year-old cousins was playing with some sort of a clicking toy that clicks the entire time right on the microphone there, so that makes it tough to listen to. But the other parts, apparently, me and my brother and sister had something battery-powered. Mine apparently wasn't working, and I was asking Skipper, my other grandfather, to get me some batteries. And... um, I don't know why there were why nobody was getting me batteries at that point, but uh, I asked a few times, and they were busy drinking and smoking. Yeah, right. <laughs> but so in my in my I guess my mother had invited my papa over that year because yeah. my grandmother Christmas, was my right. other grandmother was around. So it was my papa, my mother's dad, at my grandfather and grandmother's house from my dad's side. Right. To make sense, so. Um, and he and my grandmother, Heidi, were just sitting there visiting the whole time. It's actually really interesting to listen to the talking. conversation, yeah. right, talking. But when I walked back up the third time and, and asked for batteries, <laughs> he he raised his voice ridiculously loud. And, you, you know, you don't need any batteries or whatever. And, and it was kind of freaky to hear that for a moment because I'm like, oh, wow. I don't really – I thought that was funny when I was a kid. Yeah. And I was even arguing with him on the tape, which is kind of weird. I'd have been all of nine years old. Hard to believe. Right. Well, but then he also- Murphy has always been Murphy. As I walk out of the room, he starts talking to my grandmother about what a hard-headed person I am. (laughs) What a hard-headed little boy he is. That's the part I want Sam to hear. As soon as I heard that, I was like, whoa, (sighs) you always have been this headstrong. And your family was talking about it when you were like- you know, out of the room. And, you know, Heidi, my angel of a grandmother, and she still is an angel of a grandmother. <laughs> you know, as you know, we became so close to her 97 years. But even in that, when she says, yeah, you know, I mean, he tells his brother what to do. He tells his sister what to do. He tells his mom and dad what to do. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. This is, and but, this is Murphy told me, it's the first time I had ever heard anything like that from Heidi's mouth. Yeah. Like negative about him, yeah. about you. And it's, it's true. I'm, I know that hurt to hear, yeah. but she's also just having a convo. Yep. You so know, what, Heidi. What cycle are you, you breaking then? So here's yeah. the cycle that was that I was breaking. <laughs> um, 
my grandfather that that is what apparently he that is the way he communicated and corrected my mom mm-hmm. and her brother as they were growing up very very loud very very you know direct i don't think he was Over mean to us but he was crazy loud and had a temper well my mom was exactly that same way mm-hmm. now she didn't want us exposed to any of the traumatic things that she grew up with but her way of handling situations was to yell squash it it's done no more talking what i say goes we're finished this is it and um she was very much an authoritarian type and we love you know loved her and still do love her but um early on in my teen years i realized that that's the way that i was handling some things also and I probably carried some of that into my 20s. I don't even know if that's something that I, I was like when I met you, Sam, for the first time 30 years ago. But um, but anyway. Well, you know, it's the past, so it doesn't matter. Right, right. But the way that, you know, the way that um, the way that we would handle things without thinking, that's what's weird about something that gets taught to you sure. or that you're exposed to in your household. It's normal to you. Yeah, it's it becomes normal, and so you have no idea of what it is that you're actually doing, and it wasn't really until I became older that I realized this is not the way to mm-hmm. handle things, but and my mother didn't know any better. And I'm going to tell you, I, I don't know anybody that could have loved us more than my mom. She right. did. She protected and took care of us and all that. And But that's who she was. And hearing my grandfather made me realize this is where this came from. Mm-hmm. And then it just occurred to me, this is not the way that Jody and I have raised our girls at all. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's had its moments. <laughs> but it's had its we moments are, we when are, I'm like, who's yeah, that? We're our parents after all. <laughs> but, you know, uh, but nothing like that. Right. Yeah. Nothing that was this sort of over the top, you know, constant hovering over. It, Everything was a... I don't even know how to explain it. Well, it it creates an uneasiness that is a low-level uneasiness all the time as a child. Yeah, you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. You're waiting for somebody to always always go off. Right. Your mother certainly lived in that space. Yeah. You may be on a little bit of a lesser plane, but you did live in that space. And I I can recall family members that... Not ex- it's not exactly that way, but there was a low there was a low level stress as a child based on your experiences with them prior. Yeah, that that's what they bring, and if that's what you what's your normal, you, you know, we all do our best to try to be our own people and and grow and get better. But what's your normal is what you bring to the table normally, usually. Yeah, yeah. just is you and can't I, help it. And I think until I really began to know who I was instead of just being who I had grown up as mm-hmm. if that makes any sense but you can it's, choose your beha- you can choose how you react yeah and it's really challenging because i don't i actually don't know what caused me to realize that that was the way i was reacting other than maybe a couple of arguments you and i've had yeah. there might have been an argument that you know taylor and i had where i just realized that i i'm not you know my job is not to shut down a conversation just because i'm frustrated my job is to as a parent to educate guide correct when i need to you know firmness there's nothing wrong with that um but uh but just it took me a minute to realize wow this is a cycle that i need to break well i'm I'm sorry something in me that i needed to change Mm -hmm. i actually didn't think of it as a cycle until i heard this tape the other night it's just weird that you know for two generations before me and 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 I, I'm the only one out of me and my brother and sister that ever had that kind of temper. They were very much and still are very 
laid back. My sister's one of the calmest people that you will ever meet. Right. True. And um, so I'm just, I, I, I guess I'm just, exci- I guess I'm just happy that that's a cycle that I broke. You're seeing that. I'm not or- passing that to our kids is no. what I'm saying, Jody. You no. Know? You are seeing that now and hearing it. You heard it again and got to sort of relive it, but as an adult. Yeah. And so it's eye-opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, my my other grandfather did bring me the batteries. I was about to ask, <laughs> did you ever get the batteries? <laughs> <laughs> Missed any part of the show? Get it all on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast.